Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, wonderful world. Welcome to the Best Life Cafe. I'm your host, Tim Poma, along with the lovely Kathy Anello. Kathy, good morning. How are you this sleepy, hollow morning? Sleepy, hollow morning is so accurate because, like, I don't know about you. Actually, I do know about you, but I, the sleep patterns have been so crazy. And I woke up this morning and I I literally forced myself back to sleep, and I all I could dream about was <laughs> that I was not making my flight on time because I'm flying out today. <laughs> and I was screaming at this man who's one of my nicest clients, and he was, like, trying to talk about something else. I was screaming at him, this is about me right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. In my dream. And I woke up, and I was like, Kathy, you're not going to miss your flight. You're putting time. But it's, like, to show, like, like when sleep is interrupted, you're not a mm. rational mind in any way, shape, or no. form. So how am I? I am a. I've just come out of a obviously super busy tax couple of weeks where I went back to twelve-hour yeah. days and ignored everybody in the world that I knew and like just you know really had it having to examine how this life fits for me this new Kathy. And so it's really been an interesting uh, couple of days. I'm leaving for five days of solitude with some amazing people. And I'm super excited about just regrouping. And there's been a lot of stuff going on in my life. And so outside of just like career. And, and so I'm just like, yeah, today is the day I just kind of escape. And there's something beautiful about getting on an airplane when you feel this way. <laughs> you're like up in the yeah. sky and you, you look out the window and you're just like, okay. All right, it's all there. This is in God's hands now. And that's a really powerful place to be. So that's how I am. I'm just like everybody else, going through the days as best we can. How about you? (laughs) Well, I'm a little sleepy. I've been getting some really, really seriously interrupted sleep the last couple of uh, nights. So much so that um, I was tired yesterday, came home, ate food, and um, laid down on the couch and woke up at 7. 30, which is really cool because I had a baseball game at 6.30, and that uh, was my last one of the season. Ouch. So I oh. blew that. Um, Shout out yeah. to all the people who showed up to watch you play. Oh, my God. Hey, dude. I'm so sorry, you guys. Uh, and then last night, I got about three hours of sleep, too, and so I'm just running on fumes, and I got to figure something out because it's not fun. I'm what you know, like like best lifers, like what do we do when it's like what do you do? Like there's CBD, there's melatonin, and there's all the stuff that, like I'm always afraid. Like somebody gave me some gummies the other day, and they're like, no, 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 they're good for sleep. And I'm like, I am so afraid I'm gonna get too high. Like I, I don't edibles don't really work for me. And, and so it's like looking at these all, while I'm awake, going, you really should just try the gummy. But I, I don't know what to do when it comes to that. Like I put on what I got back to sleep with this morning was I put on rain healing meditation on YouTube. So it was the rain sounds and music. And then I went back into this sort of nightmarish sleep. Oh man. Yeah. I, I typically will put on some Abraham Hicks or some Neville Goddard mm-hmm. or something along the, those lines. Joe Dispenza is always really good. I find that people that have soothing vo- voices are nice because I can just kind of like listen and then just yeah. get into sleep. But last yeah, night that, that just made me want to lower my tone. <laughs> I know. I know. It, now it sure I want to talk really soft. 
morning was better because uh, I woke up at three and was like up. So, but you know what? We're here. We made it. We're live. We're having the conversation. Um, and I'm grateful to be up and Adam. Well, you know, and that's, I, I always used to say sleep is overrated. And I don't necessarily agree with that anymore because I feel like sleep is such an important component of health. And, you know, sleep, theoretically, we go into a black abyss. Like we, our body, our mind, everything kind of shuts down and then regenerates, right? Maybe that's what happens. But it's such an interesting thing because when you don't get it, it's really apparent. When, when you do get it, it's really apparent. Because when I've had enough sleep and I feel that energetic, alive feeling, uh, it's, I'm, I'm happier. And when I don't get enough sleep and I have to deal with people or life, I'm unhappy. So there is a correlation between sleep and being happy. It is one of the, I think it's the most underrated thing. I actually am becoming more and more in love with it all the time. I just want to sleep. <laughs> Especially as well, the uh, the weather changes, you know, like um, oh, yeah. it's been pretty foggy in the morning or overcast, and it just makes me just want to stay in bed, and it kind of feels nice. It's been a long time since I've done that. You know, I had a really busy summer, lots of work, lots of playing, lots of vacations and stuff like that, and it's kind of like, okay, that's all done. Let's take a nap. <laughs> Right before my bed. You and no, I'm kidding. you and me both did that. Like I was just telling someone last night because uh, we were working on many moons ago, months ago actually, probably eight months ago. We, I'm in this class that I do every Tuesday night, and we were working on what's called the life wheel, and that's where you take the components of your life into like a pie shell. You know, you, you make a circle and you make a pie, and then there's like work and career friends and family, spiritual, you know, wellness, health and wellness, uh, fun and relaxation, love and romance and money. And then you rate where you are from one to 10 in those certain components. And months and months ago, I was like a two in everything. (laughs) Just like there was, I was like not living my best life. And so last night in our class, we did it again. And I was a seven almost everywhere except for love, romance, and writing career. And those two things, I was a one and a two. And I was like, it's it's so interesting that I've moved everything else up the scale, work, money, uh, fun and relaxation. Like I had so much fun and relaxation this summer. It was ridiculous. And (laughs) not ridiculous. I'm really proud of myself because I really took the time to just go and relax. And, you know, the love and romance was kind of in and out and nothing ever manifested. So I was just like, those two actually have a correlation because the writing is the healing and that is what opens my heart back up to love. So it was a no-brainer for me, uh, sort of like light bulb moment when I said, okay, so if I take the writing pie and I finish my book, I know it's a broken record, and you've all heard this 100,000 times, but I'm really in right now for the next eight weeks with no work of doing that. And then we'll see what happens with the other. I'm not so 
like committed to the love and romance right now because what I realized is how important my isolation is going to be in the next couple of weeks to finish the book. And so like, I just kind of went like, yeah, love and romance. Okay. You're coming. I know it, you know, but right now we're going to do this, but it's an interesting exercise to do for anyone who's listening because it really, if you look at it and then six months later, you go back and take that same test and you realize that you have pushed things up the scale to more of a balanced, you know, if everything was a 10, that'd be awesome. But even getting to a seven, I was like, cool. Like, cause I wasn't, and yeah. I've really worked hard to get my career going. I've really worked hard to, you know, keep this podcast going. Um, my health and wellness has really increased. Like I go to the gym more often and I hang out with like-minded people who want to work out and want to do adventurous things. And so I just think it's a fun exercise to do. And that was like where I was last night. I was like, okay, give yourself the credit and, can finish the book. <laughs> yeah, it's time, girl. It's time. How are we going to talk about it if you don't finish? Um, yeah, that's that's awesome. So, what is it? It's um, we got work. So it's career and work is to, one. Career and work. Yeah. Friends and family. Okay. Spiritual wellness which is basically your spiritual work and belief and whatever, you know, putting attention towards that on a daily. Uh, health and wellness. Yeah. That's very Fun important, and relaxation. actually. Fun and relaxation. He's writing these down for anyone who's wondering why I'm positive. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, you know. <laughs> Love and romance. I want everyone to have an opportunity to uh, do this yeah. exercise. And then the last one is money. And money. I, I swear to have money, love, romance, and money, to have money be a part of this uh, was really eye-opening in the way that, you know, money is a really hard subject right now. And I have always believed, and I know that you, this is a broken record as well, that money is energy, and the more that you put out, the more it comes back to you. And it's proven to me to be time and time again, and I don't worry about spending the money. Um, I'm a little bit more conscious right now on, like, I don't go out and buy clothes like I used to, because I used to be like a total clothes book, uh, clothes, coat, purse, boot, whore. Okay. Uh, I'll call it yeah. what it is. <laughs> Sorry for the language if anyone's kids in the car. Uh, and I would just go out random and just buy that stuff, but I don't do that anymore. Like, I haven't really done that bought any new clothes and since probably pandemic like I bought a couple things but not like I used to like I used to go out and be like I could, if I saw it I bought it <laughs> if I liked it yeah I I'm uh I'm pretty good with the uh, shopping I mean like I don't buy a ton of clothes you know I usually just needed a nice pair of jeans to get me through a uh, winter or something like that and if they fit right. really nice it's a couple also sweatshirts really awesome. yeah oh yeah and I yeah, think that money so. money also is it, uh, we're having, you know, money, food is more expensive, gas is more expensive. We all know this. And so you have to kind of make some more conscious choices. But somebody once asked me why I have my small little apartment clean twice a month. Like I pay somebody to do that. That's they, I want them to come in and do all the nooks and crannies. And, and you know, and it's a luxury because I do live in a, you know, 500, 600 square foot apartment that really I can clean with. Yeah. But I said, I said, because I'm helping her and she's going to go and take that money and help somebody else. And so it's like, 
it's a reciprocal process when we when we hire local people or people that we know to do small jobs, artists that can paint a picture for you, a, a tax preparer versus you know a H and R block. Like there's there's ways that we can share our money in productive ways that help other people that energetically finish that circle, and that is my true belief. So money coming up to a seven for me was really exciting. That's a big deal. And you know what else is a big deal is coming home to a clean house. That is like a huge thing. That you want to talk about best. instant joy and happiness? I have right? my cleaning lady was just here on Friday and I love it. I love it. She's You're the in best. Heaven. It, it, so totally. it feels good. But it's a luxury. Totally. It's, you know, I mean, you're a guy for a guy. If I was a guy, like, I would totally just be, like, have to have it made because if they're used to having a woman around that ever cleans for them. But I would just say that, like, it's really – in that, it's just an example. But I just say, like, when you go to that craft fair and you you think, oh, I can't afford that $8 soap, you can. And that $8 helps the lady who made that soap continue to make more. And so it's, I just, I guess the point I'm driving home is don't be afraid to spend your money, but be conscious of it, what you're doing, and let money work for you. And that's how I got up to the seven because I was just like, I'm not going to worry about money. I'm going to get on an airplane. I'm going to go to Vegas. I'm going to do what I want to do. And here I am. And I'm about to take about eight weeks of, of off of work. I mean, I'll have a little work every day, but. No yeah, it'll be okay as long January. as you sit. As long as you sit down and uh, write that book for the next eight weeks, you're <laughs> going to be good. I I hear humbly proclaim on national radio. Yes, it's happening. By the last show of our this season, I'll be like, okay, ready for the editor, because it really just has to be ready for the editor by this year, and then I can you know bring it out in late spring. That's my hope. So anyway, uh, the other the other thing that happened last night in my class, which was a, a, a question was posed to me: What do you want most? If there was nothing in the way, if money wasn't a factor, if another person's opinion was not a factor, uh, if logistics weren't a factor, what do you want? And it's really the first thing that comes to your mind. I want to have a bunch of studios all over the world where people can come and donate paint and supplies and computers and cameras and instruments, and everyone can come and use this space for free. Totally donation-based, um, these beautiful creative spaces where people can find out, like, how to be the creator of their lives, you know, how to inspire each other and stuff like that. I feel like... That is definitely one of the things that instantly comes to mind always when I think about the thing that I want. I just want to have this, like, really cool space all over the place that I can, you know, inspire others by. That's it. I love it. And and I also love the way that can light a person up to answer this question because that is really, like, we're all striving for what we want. But when you really boil down, there's a lot of things that we want that we block, you know, like it's like, what, where is this version of you blocked, you know? And so the first thing obviously is money. So kind of coming back to that money thing is that, so my answer was to live freely financially, surrounded by people who light me up. I feel content and happy with authentic people. I am loved and respected. And just the thought of that 
is so simple for me because it's just for me, it's about being with the right people because you can be with people who light you up all the time and it's just peaceful and easy and fun. Or you can be with people who challenge you and, you know, either always have a snarky remark to some, you know, like there's just people, even if they're your good friends and you know, the energy's different. And so you're like, I, I was just want to answer that. I was like, okay, so where's the version of, of me that's blocking this? You know, so the question to you is, what is blocking you from this dream? And so for all the listeners, it's like when you answer this question, then the next question is, what is blocking you? So it could be, oh, you know, so-and-so would think I was crazy if I decided to go out, quit my job, and start my own business. Or so-and-so would think, you know, talk about this, or I'm going to hurt someone's feelings if I actually show up authentic and tell the truth about what I really want. And so... I think it's just a great wonder question to have in the back of your mind so that when you're making choices, it's that I can't unring the bell because once you answer this question, you're like, okay, here it is. You know, is it. I know what I really want. Totally. What am I doing towards that? What, what one thing, what am I putting in motion to allow this dream? You know, for me, living free financially, okay, well, I play the lottery and I – solemnly play the lottery and just for anybody who's listening today, I don't know if this will get out today, but I'm going to try uh, the lottery's $480 million today for the Powerball. So go out and buy your ticket. Uh, and then oh, surrounding wow. myself around pe- people who light me up has been a big part of the last five months for me where I cut people off who made me feel bad. Like just said, not doing it. Like, if I am paralyzed when I pick up the phone to call you because I know that that's not going to make me feel good, I started recognizing who those people were that weren't making me feel good anymore, and I I cut them out. And and it's not – I cut them out with love. It's not like I was like, fuck yeah, just like gently saying right now is not the right time for you to be in my life and recognizing that. That was a huge step for me. So I think that's like – there's stuff you might have to move out of the way to get to what you want. Um, and then there's those action steps, um, you know, and happy and authentic people, uh, you can recognize them, you know. Like I look at you and I, I see a happy, content person, like m- for the most part. Like I know that there's struggles and, and stuff for you and you, you work hard to, to, make it, to make it beat. But, but I look at you and I think he's a person who could be in my circle because we're like-minded we're always looking for the best, always looking for the best in other people, always wanting to show up as authentic as we can, even when we know it's going to look shitty on us to show up that way, right? Like we both have oh my God. Where we had to own shit, right? Where you're like, okay, this is who I really mm-hmm. am. And I might not have been showing up authentically yeah. when I said that, you know, like, but that is a, there's something so freeing about just being authentic and telling the truth and just being able to be like, this is who it is. This is who I am. You know, totally take me or leave me or watch me as I go. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I slept in. I'm human. And they love you and they'll forgive you. (laughs) Totally. hundred percent. I was, I like went through the whole thing last night, called all the people back and I was like, Oh God, I'm so sorry. I was just sleepy. Anyways. Um, yeah, I love this. I love this uh, question. And, you know, I was like thinking about what holds me back from doing, having that thing. And I think that the first thing that comes to mind is money, but then also that's mm-hmm. a, a lie kind of, right? Like that's just a, mm. just what I've told myself because I could 
start a GoFundMe or, or some, some sort of Kickstarter thing, and I could probably get people stoked on the idea because I know there's a lot of people out there that want to create and they don't have a space to create, and I want to make it so that everyone has an opportunity to find themselves in some way, shape, or form. And I, I think that that would be a really cool idea that a lot of people could get behind. Well, what's interesting is when you say that is I have noticed, even though you and I have not had hardly any time together, we obviously are still connected. And I've noticed that you've been doing a lot more paint parties, just for the listeners local, who uh, I think it's a fun, super great thing for kids. Obviously, I know that your art is very healing. When I did my painting, I still look at it every day and, and recognize that time in my life and how important that was. But like a, the first thought that came to mind was like healing studios. Like, because the work that you do is actually healing work. It's not just come on in and paint a picture. There's that expression of, of me when I was in that situation of getting it out on canvas and getting my totally. emotions out on canvas and didn't matter if I was an artist or not, because that's always held me back. Like, I still have a picture I'm going to have you paint. I swear I'm bringing it out there. I don't know. <laughs> Kathy, you said that uh -huh. for four months. Mm -hmm. but, but the point is, the point is that I, you know, I know I will do that. And it, it's like there's this part of us that comes out in painting with your methods that is so magically healing. And so I, when you said that, I was just envisioning like healing studios, like with a paintbrush and just like little places all over California. And how lovely that would be It would be, be for you. so amazing. I mean, like legitimately I'll put my so amazing. I'm running with you. Wouldn't that be fun? No, it would be Perfect. really. But the thing is, I think that, that the younger generation, and I don't mean to say it, but obviously I'm in a different generation now than I used to be, them particularly, what they have had to go through in the last two years, the isolation, the no social, the way they're always in their phone and they're not looking up, there's no eye contact, there's, I'm sure a lot of them keep a lot of stuff inside, you know, there's a uh, the, the social distancing that created those, the vaccinated versus, there's all these things that created stuff for them that we really never had to deal with, you know, in our generation. Totally. And, and so I look at them and I think they need this. They need a place to go, you, you know, to whoever. Yeah. So I, I'm just going to throw it out there that I feel like, you know, visiting the schools isn't a bad idea for you to promote. Oh yeah, 100%. That's a great idea for for getting yeah. the word out. Um, yeah. I definitely feel like the kids uh, nowadays are, you know, they're different than we were raised. 100%. Like I'm sure that, you know, just from me to you, the difference is like night and day. And then I can only imagine mm -hmm. what the difference is from me to them. You know, it's right. like, whoa. Right, right. Because of what I've been through when you weren't even here and what you were through when they weren't even here. It's, this is generational stuff. And I will honestly have to say that I had it the best because we were we didn't have phones and shit like that. But I'm telling you, I left my house at 10 a.m. and I didn't come home till 9 o'clock and nobody worried and nobody cared. And I uh -huh. ran around. I snuck out of my house at 3 a.m. I hitchhiked I mean like the days were so different and I had the best childhood like I had a mother and father that came home every night that we all lived in the same house we had family dinner every single night like I lived in a wonderful community in San Rafael like it was I had the best childhood like I 
I kind of look for where the trauma was, you know, because we had a lot of traumatic things, which will, I'm actually writing a whole Netflix series about this one incident, but I, we had a lot of stuff, but as a family, we, we all were together. And today's families are mostly apart. You know, like there's a lot of yeah. single moms and dads out there today that, that never were when I was growing up. There was, but it wasn't the same. My Our parents stayed together whether they liked each other or not. Yes, still. You're like, all right, good. Good for you guys. I mean, there is something to be said about staying in a thankless marriage. You know, you're like, okay, well, that's pretty impressive, guys. Uh, so yeah. that's, a, that's a whole other subject for me because I, I, I believe there's some – when I see older couples now that have been together 35 and 40 years, and you know damn straight there was days that they one of them wanted to walk out the damn door. And they made it, 100%. and they stayed together, and they're with each other. And then I see them, like, holding hands or kissing or whatever, and I'm just like, I love it. Because I know you totally. had to fight to get there 30 years later. Like, I know it. Yeah, 100%. You know, relationships are work, right? Like, and, and to be in a marriage for 40 years, there's a lot of, a lot of, um, pickaxing and work that you're doing in, in behind the scenes to keep it alive and afloat and full of now, we just We're just all over the map today. I love this. But back to it's the, it's, what, it's the lack of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you want most? Okay. So. So then it's like how to get there. How do you take action steps in when you're when you're still trying to work a full time job, when you're still trying to get the kids' lunches made, when you're still you know, I know a lot of I wanna say moms, they're like in their late thirties and forties right now. And a lot of them are my friends at the health club, you know, ladies and the booty girls and, and I look at them and they all have a side hustle now. Like every single mom that's taking care of kids also has a side hustle. I don't care if they're selling something online or they're influencing something or they're working on life coaching or personal training or whatever it is, but they all have a side hustle. And I love that because I think that is how you stay true to yourself when you're stuck in this, uh, I got to do this alone mode, you know, you just have to find the time every day to do one, two things for you and your side hustle. Totally. And the side hustle at this point in time is actually becoming like very um, predominant in society. Like you just, you just can't have a job anymore. You know, you have to have a little <laughs> extra income. That side hustle is really nice. Um, it's kind of crazy, right? Like thinking about how you used to be able to buy a house with one income and now that's not a thing. And you have two incomes and sometimes you still can't even buy a house. Like, yeah, buying a house is really hard right now, especially because what's really hard is that the rents are so high that you can hardly rent. And to buy a house, you have to pay, you know, fifteen or $16,000 in taxes a year to qualify. So it's really an interesting circle uh, because I see a lot of people who are like, I won't qualify with this tax return. You know, like they won't. They need to figure out a way to make more money or they need to lessen their deductions in order just to qualify to buy a house. It shouldn't have to be that way that you have to pay the IRS $15,000 to qualify for a home. But you can, that $15,000 would have paid your mortgage for the whole year. You know, so yes, I qualify, obviously. But anyway, so that's interesting <laughs> too. Oh boy. Okay. Like I, obviously because I've gone so long without a podcast that I have a lot on my mind, but mainly I want to say Jeez. thank you for showing up. 
you know, today, I know you were tired, and I appreciate you letting me call you last night and say podcast tomorrow. Like, I've got to do it before I leave. And I'm looking forward to next week's show. We're going to have a guest, our very first guest, and see how that rolls, which I'm really excited to do. Yeah. And it's going to be great. Uh, Andrea Reed, she works for Confidence by Char. Actually, I'm sorry, Andrea Mercury. Uh, oh, and she works right. for for she works for Confidence by Char. She's in charge of um, these amazing machines and supplement lines. I do the graphic design for them, and she is working to be a life coach. And so Lovely. she's been doing a lot of really cool um, classes and stuff like that. She just wants to talk about happiness and all the all the cool ways to be happier. And uh, well, that is our. Uh, motto here on the Best Life Cafe, how can we be happier? By That's listening right. to all, Tim, all of our problems, we are making you happier. <laughs> That's right. Hey, so you, hey, just I'm so you guys know, I think I'm the, yeah. we're not, a, you're not alone. You're not the only one that's feeling yeah. a certain kind of way. Everyone has their moments, hey, you know, even the Best Life hey, Cafe yeah. has its moments. I'm laughing because it's like, I, I'm feeling so down. I think I'll listen to the Best Life Cafe because their problems are way worse than mine. So. I hope you're a whole lot better. All right. Well, listen, I will say goodbye to you and our guests, I mean, our uh, our listeners, and we will be back next week uh, with Andre, Andrea, and I'm excited to, to see how our first guest shows, which will be open the door to, to many others and just bringing a lot of good information to you to live your best life. That's right. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you greatly. Please like, share, subscribe, all the, all the wonderful things that you can do to get this word out. And I uh, hope you just really enjoy the show. And uh, yeah. much love to my softball team. I'm so sorry I didn't show up <laughs> yesterday. Can't believe it. But you know what? It happens. So love you guys. Namaste Cafe. Thank you for sponsoring. And uh, on that note, you guys have a wonderful day. Blessings. Love. All right, everybody. See you soon on the other side.